The Russian invasion of Ukraine has plunged the country into chaos. According to NPR, over 2 million people have left Ukraine since the conflict began on February 24th. Millions continue to scramble during this crisis, searching for a safe place to stay amid the devastation and not knowing whether they will be able to return home. On February 27th, Brown announced that it would house Ukrainian scholars fleeing the conflict. Working with scholars at risk in the new University in Exile Consortium, Brown is seeking to provide a safe academic home to these scholars, according to the announcement. This week, we spoke with Alex Nadirashvili about his reporting on this upcoming initiative. This is The Bruno Brief. What is the motivation behind the university's decision to offer this aid? I spoke with the provost, Richard Locke, and he said that Russia's invasion of Ukraine was really fundamentally against the university's values of democracy, freedom of expression, self-determination. So the university wanted to act and make sure they're providing scholars a place to practice their research and academia in a safe space. The unprovoked and unjustified invasion and attack by Russia on a democratically elected sovereign state, Ukraine, runs against not only international law and norms of democratic governance, but runs against the core values of this university, which is freedom of expression, self-determination, and support for democratic uh, rule. And then I also spoke with Professor Masako Fidler, who talked about how this decision is really in line with the university's dedication to diversity and inclusion, and how she thought it would be a really wonderful opportunity for these scholars to come on campus and give the university a really new perspective on the conflict. Fidler is a professor of Slavic languages. Diversity and inclusion are fundamentals of democracy. So this is really also about the Ukraine democracy. And I think it's obvious that we want to show solidarity with a state like this. What are some of the difficulties for these scholars beyond escaping the ongoing invasion of their country? Yeah, so right now, a lot of these displaced scholars that the university would be helping are out of Ukraine, and they can stay in European nations for up to 90 days, I believe, after which they will go somewhere else. And so the university is hoping that they could come to Brown. But there's a lot of difficulties with visas. That's the number one issue because the visa process is so difficult. Visas sometimes aren't approved for scholars like these because the countries are worried that they won't return after the conflict is over. So the visa process is definitely a big issue. Also funding is a big problem because the organizations that the university is going to be working with, which is the New University and Exile Consortium and Scholars at Risk, they do not provide funding for these scholars, so universities like Brown have to come up with their own funding to help support these scholars. And what kind of aid is the university going to offer these scholars? The university will help ensure that these scholars have visas. Sometimes they help them acquire housing, health care, other, you know, other similar necessities. We're talking about scholars, which is what we're focusing on right now, especially. These are usually academics who universities have been closed or they've been driven from their homes because of conflict. And so what we do is we offer them uh, visiting appointments in either one of our departments or schools or centers. 
And what we offer them is usually a salary and standard packages. And then sometimes we've given them housing as well. That was Locke. And what is the New University in Exile Consortium and Scholars at Risk? Yeah, so the New University in Exile Consortium, it's basically a global organization which, which partners with different universities and colleges across the world, gets in contact with displaced scholars or displaced scholars get in contact with them, and they basically go through somewhat of a vetting process to match these scholars with respective universities that they would be able to do their work in. And they help, you know, individuals whose universities have been closed or they've been driven from their homes because of conflict and who really can't perform their research in academia because of either who they are, what they identify with, what politics they identify with, the risk in their area, stuff like that. And what issue are these organizations facing at the moment? Yeah, so a big issue for the new uh, university in exile consortium is that they are also working really closely to aid Afghan students right now, which Brown has previously worked with. We're currently housing 15 students, I believe, on campus from Afghanistan. So. Arian Mack, who's the founding director of the New University in Exile Consortium, said that they're really overwhelmed with still helping Afghan students. And then at the same time, they're fielding a lot of emails and you know correspondences with Ukrainian scholars. And it's you know, there's a pretty small staff at the consortium, so it's, it's difficult for them to get through all these applications. But they're working really hard to get through the process on like an individual basis where they go one scholar at a time, one person at a time. We've been trying to do what we can to find placements already for fleeing Ukrainian scholars. We are about to circulate a petition, which we are going to circulate as widely as possible, and asking um, faculty and students to sign it. It's in solidarity with the Ukrainian people, condemning the invasion. The, the painful, uh, overwhelming part of all this is that when Afghanistan fell, of course, we immediately felt compelled to try to help the thousands of Afghanistan academics and students who were threatened as um, Afghanistan fell to the Taliban. And we're still immersed in that. And now, of course, on top of that, the nightmare that's unfolding in Ukraine which is with floods of refugees crossing the border and where there are borders. As for scholars at risk, they haven't received too many applications right now. It's fewer than 10 from Ukraine, I believe. But they think that the number is going to go up as the scholars need to find uh, spaces outside of European nations to come to. And what's your sense of when these scholars would arrive at Brown's campus? Yeah, so there's no exact timeline established right now. For scholars at risk, they're thinking they'll start fielding more applications in about six months. So that's after the time runs out for them to stay in European nations. And also, right now, a lot of the applications are coming from women because men between the ages of 18 and, I believe, 60 from Ukraine cannot leave because of martial law. And so they're expecting applications to take up after that. There's no real timeline on the universities we have either because they're just waiting on lists for matched scholars. So as soon as you know those applications start coming in and they get matched with Brown, we can expect scholars to come. Alex, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. This has been The Bruno Brief. The Bruno Brief is produced by Livy Burdett, Corey Gelbicknell, Layla Wirth, Ellery Campbell, Jacob Smolin, 
Finn Kirkpatrick, Dai Young Kim, and me, Katie Pickens. If you like what you hear, subscribe to The Bruno Brief wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.